Welcome to Better Podcast. We are in a pub drowning the sorrows with the Arsenal fans this Thursday after the heavy defeat against Milan in Champions League. No, just kidding. But I'm sitting here with Dominic Points and Varun Mathur. Hey Dan. Who watched uh, one of his Italian sides, Varun is the Italian expert here, uh, thrashing Arsenal really, 4-0 at San Siro. Amazing result for AC Milan, isn't it? Varun? Yeah, indeed. I mean, uh, you have to consider the fact that Wenger admitted it as much. The tie's over, 4-0. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't even manage to get an away goal. So the odds are really stacked against Arsenal to get anything out of it. But credit where credit is due. Milan were superb on the night. Yeah. I mean, Arsenal were really sloppy. They gave away the ball way too much. Yeah. But you need a good side to capitalize on that. And Milan proved every bit of it. So absolutely nothing to take away from the Italians. They were brilliant, thoroughly dominated Arsenal throughout the game yeah. and even when the keeper was called into action Van Persie two shots yeah. it could have given them a decisive way goal yeah. here and there you know it happens and Milan have had an experience like that before when they took a 4-1 lead yeah. to Deportivo in uh, the 2002 season but lost 4-0 but unfortunately no luck for Arsenal Abiyati so, yeah. made the saves and Ibrahimovic was outstanding I must say definitely very good very good so, we have a special uh, broadcast this time, we're sitting here relaxing in a pub in Primrose Hill looking at the best bets for the week and they will come shortly. But, since it's a bit more than half time in the big leagues, we will have a special for you. We will take out the team and player of the season so far in Premier League, plus in the rest of the top leagues in Europe. So, starting with Dominic Points, team of the season so far in Premier League and the player of the season so far in Premier League. Okay, um, my team of the season, I think I'm going to have to go with Tottenham. I think they're playing brilliant, brilliant football. I was there at uh, White Hart Lane on on Saturday, just gone, when they beat Newcastle 5-0. I was actually in the away end with my Geordie mate, as I said last time. And yeah, I mean, t- Tottenham just destroyed them. They play, uh, they play really good football. They've got lovely players and people like Modric. I mean, Van der Vaart was injured, Bale. They've got really good footballers that they attack with pace, um, keeping the ball down. It's a really, really good team. Great to watch. And I think the fact that they're they're still realistic contenders for the title. I mean, that Dan and Man City fan, I'm sure if if Defoe had converted that chance, then, you know, who knows what could have been before before Balotelli scored the penalty. Absolutely. But uh, that would be my my team of the season so far. Um, Player of the season. Player of the season. I'm going to go for Steve Morrison of Norwich. A couple of years ago, he was playing in a conference for Stevenage. Um, uh, He he then... uh, Got his move to Millwall, and uh, someone just said that would have been a step too far. But since then, uh, after he, he, he did well up with Millwall, Noy fought him, and I, I've got to be honest, I really thought the Premier League would have been a step too far. But he's led the line brilliantly there, got a fair share of goals, hmm. and uh, contributed to Norwich being in the top top half of the table, which very few would have predicted at the start of the season. Yeah, Baroon. Uh, well, for me, the picks are almost reversed. For the team of the season, I have to go with Norwich yeah. uh, because they've been brilliant. I mean, when they came up last year, not even a single person, anyone who tells you they gave them a chance to survive is blatantly lying. I'm yeah. telling you right now. Yeah. They came up, they were in the Premier League for the first time in almost a decade. Mm. No one gave them a chance. No. And considering that they're well past the halfway stage of the season right now, still in eighth place, they've been playing brilliant football, getting away wins from all places. 
and even against the top teams they've held their four own four points behind Liverpool after 25 exactly. rounds that's amazing exactly that is just amazing and as for the player of the season I'm going to have to go with a Tottenham player here and it's none other than Emmanuel Adebayor I think he's been completely rediscovered this season when he left for Real Madrid last year everybody thought oh okay it's just because Real are in a desperate need for a striker he proved himself there he did very well in this limited time there within scored about a dozen odd a half a dozen odd goals and he contributed a lot towards the team and this season Harry Redknapp is bringing the best out of him he's not played as regularly as he some would have liked because of injury concerns here and there but when he's played like against Newcastle at the weekend four assists and a goal he can't top that no. so Adebayor for player of the season till now for me that's good I pick in Premier League Newcastle because I think they have done a great season I didn't expect much from them to be honest before the season and I'm proud you but it's not my favorite manager but he has done a great job and look where they are they are one point behind Arsenal and Chelsea after 25 rounds that's amazing uh, playing very good football they have the bar and Cissé now also up front so they have something coming and going there so for me Newcastle I thought they were going to struggle a bit this season but they have proved us wrong there of course Norwich and Swans is very close to be there as well as a player I had Adebayor also on my list I go for Brad Friedel there the goalie in Tottenham, has done a great uh, season. He's <laughs> an amazing keeper, I must say. He's uh, <laughs> excellent in the box, but also as a leader for the team. So I think he has proved that he is one of the best goalies in Europe, actually, I would say, Brad Friedel. Even if he's an American, but uh, a great keeper. I still say, as Dominic, they can still push for it. You know, they have seven points and see five points to, to United, but don't count Tottenham out. I mean, you saw them against Newcastle, they are a team to not uh, take easy for the other sides at the top there from Manchester for sure. How about the rest of Europe then? What do you say there? Teams and players so far of the season, if you look beyond England, what do you say Dominic? Okay, I think my team of the year would have to be Real Madrid. Just uh, the, the domestic league form is amazing. They've played 22, they've won 19 of those, they've drawn one, lost two. They have a perfect played 6-1-6 record in the Champions League. Mourinho always says judge him on his second season. Well, this is his second season. He's being judged on it and he's succeeding again. Mm. So, um, I would uh, definitely go with... 75 Re goals in 22 games in La Liga also. That's yeah, I mean, it's, it's incredible, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And Player-wise, do you have any... Pl Player-wise... Um, it's, it's tempting to say, I mean, you're always tempted to say Messi, but he's perhaps not hitting the heights of previous seasons, not doing quite so well away from home. Um, obviously, he's still clearly the best player in the world. Um, maybe uh, someone like uh, Luca Toni uh, deserves a mention away. I mean, he's very, un he's not very highly rated in England, but the way he keeps on scoring goals in the Champions League yeah. in Germany, he's a player who should be respected. Yeah. And yeah, he'll be, um, it'll be interesting to see how he does for Germany this summer in the European Championship. So why not Luca Toni for a mention? <laughs> for Italy, you mean? Yeah. Oh, it's, oh yeah. <laughs> right, no, not Luca Toni. Uh, oh, Mario Gomez. <laughs> Mario Gomez. Mario Gomez is a player I meant. Sorry, yeah. I've had too many beers. <laughs> ah, we we have a pub special, so yeah. that's oh, uh, that's uh, okay. that's forgivable. That's forgivable, exactly. Mario Gomez, of course, interesting player there. Uh, 
strong center tank, you can say. Varun, how do you reckon uh, the um, teams and players in Europe? Well, I think uh, with the team of the season, uh, till now, as much as I hate to admit it, I have to go with Juventus, still unbeaten in their league, still unbeaten in all competitions which they've played in. They're not playing in Europe, so they might have something to do with that, but considering the form which they've come into, the seasons which they've had, two seventh-place finishes over the last two seasons and now top of the league, unbeaten, uh, they're still not guaranteed to win it because they've had quite a few draws, so they've not really been as impressive as an unbeaten record might suggest but I have to give it to them they've been doing exceptionally well and uh, Juventus for the team of the season for me and when it comes to the player I have to look at uh, well he's an unknown quantity right now but he'll probably be more famous in a few years time and that's Marco Rice at Borussia Mönchengladbach yeah. who has been an amazing talent he's got signed up by Borussia Dortmund they'll be taking him on board from this coming summer but the only reason why Gladbach have done as well as they have is just because of this youngster's talent. He's phenomenal, the kind of balls which he can deliver, his vision, and especially his maturity for his age, still on an under 20, is fantastic. So Marco Royce for player of the season for me. Excellent. Uh, I pick an Italian side as uh, seasons, the team so far this season. It's a bit uh, unexpected maybe, but I go for Napoli. Uh, I'm a bit colored here because I have a city heart and I saw Napoli a lot in the Champions League and they have uh, something going here and I think they will do something in Europe. I think they can knock out Chelsea and I really like the way they play. It's part of the revival of the Serie A here where you have pace and you have a modern football again back in, from Italy which we saw when Milan crashed Arsenal here. And I really like Napoli with Cavani, Lavezzi and uh, Hamsik. Yes, um, a trio up front. So I really like them. So Napoli for me, and I think they can do something really big and be a big outsider in Champions League here in the knockout phase. As player, I need to pick Ronaldo. Uh, I think he's been the enigma of, uh, of Real Madrid, the, the great season they had. He scores the goals and he's like the leader of the team going forward. So Ronaldo for me, a big part of the big uh, success that Mourinho had actually with his pace. And, uh, attitude. So, Ronaldo and Napoli actually is my choices. Let's move on to the bets, guys. We are always keen to hear what Dominic Point thinks about the English football weekend because he knows the scores. What do you say this time around, Dominic? Okay, um, my main tip obviously it's an FA Cup weekend this weekend, and my main tip is. <coughs> There's uh, one rule that I try and follow when betting at the moment is if Everton are at home, if they're against a good team you back Everton, if they're against a, a poorer team or a less rated team, if Everton are odds on basically, back the opposition. So Blackpool at 6.5, Blackpool unbeaten in 10 games, flying. Um, yeah, obviously Everton are doing great at the moment, they've picked up, they've beaten uh, Man City, they've beaten Chelsea at home, but uh, I, I just think that Blackpool are a team that can cause some problems, and I think uh, the 6.5, I'd definitely have a bit of that. Mm. Interesting. And then I've picked two teams in a championship for a championship double. Um, I picked them last week, Burnley, they, they didn't quite get out of uh, first gear against Southampton, but um, they're at Reading, uh, they're away at Reading, I know Reading are on fire as well, but I think Burnley have enough to do this, so they're at four times the money. Mm. And then Coventry, Coventry won in the week against Leeds, they're bottom of the league but they're picking up, um, the players don't seem to have given in yet. They're playing Forest, who are also right down there. It's a real relegation six-pointer. I mean, both players have signed some new players in the transfer window just gone. Forest basically concentrate on the defence, which, given they can't score goals, seems a bit strange. Coventry, however, got one of your boys, Alex Neemley, off Man City. Whenever I've seen him, he's looked really, really lively, contributed a lot. 
Uh, Coventry at 3.75 for the double of those two. That's uh, 15 times the money. That's a tempting one. <laughs> Interesting stuff from Dominic Points. Varun, give us all you have from Italy and Spain. Uh, well, let's start with England, uh, with the English FA Cup action again. And uh, I have to go for this time. It's Norwich again. Uh, Norwich at home to Leicester at 1.8. Uh, they seem like a good price uh, in the BetClick video. I tipped them as well for the pick of the week. And I think that Norwich are going to be too strong for Leicester. Championship side. And given the way Norwich are approaching the game, they've got enough time to prepare throughout the week. They don't have any other kind of commitments in Europe or elsewhere. So I really fancy Norwich completing the job here. And Leicester have got about one or two wins from the last five games. So Norwich is the pick for me at 1.8. And similarly, I also like to go with Stoke. Surprisingly high odds on the Norwich. Yeah, it? I think it still does the fact that the punters are not yeah. really too sure yeah, about them. Expect them to they, fall they're expecting them yeah. to fall at some point or the yeah. other, but I don't really see that happening, no. especially with Paul Lambert in charge. Yeah. He's a great manager and he's proven that. And you can see the way he sets out his team. We were just having a chat earlier. He yeah. manages his team according to the opposition he's facing, yeah. so he's not averse to making changes. No. And I see them at 1.8 as a great value. No. And then we come to Crawley Town versus Stoke and Stoker at 2.0 yeah. unbelievably away to Crawley Town a League 2 side <laughs> difference of three divisions in between and Crawley despite having been the perennial you can say overachievers in the FA Cup I think Stoke should just prove to be too good for them so 2.0 in Stoke and that's my tip for the FA Cup and just a couple of them from uh, Italy and Germany uh, if you look at Germany Gladbach away to Kaiserslautern at 2.2 really good price and actually you know, even go for a treble in Germany because Kaiserslautern are playing at home to Gladbach. Mm -hmm. You've got Munich away and you've got Dortmund away to Hertha Berlin. Yeah. So you combine those three away, it's like 2.2, 1.5 and 1.33 and you get like yourself a nice triple at 6.5. All three sides won last weekend, so no reason why they can't repeat it again. That's nice. Crawley Town, Dominic, you have seen them, haven't you? I've seen them now. Since you're AFC Wimbledon supporter. I have that. Uh, they're not the most popular team because no one knows where their money comes no, from exactly. and Steve Evans is quite a, a <laughs> difficult prickly character's manager so they're actually quite unpopular but they've got some very good players like Carl McFarlane at the back he's very strong um, they lost Matt Tubbs to Bournemouth but they've still got Tyrone Barnett up front for the goals and they got in Sanchez Watt from Arsenal who scored a couple on his debut so they're a very strong team and a little word of warning about that is you may want to check the team news before you place your bets on Stoke because I mean obviously if Stoke pull a, uh, play a first team then it's great value but obviously with their big games against Valencia coming up it might be, just be worth holding fire a little bit there but, um, but if, if Stoke play a, a strong team Thing. They've definitely got to be the bet there, I think. Always a good uh, advice there to check the team news uh, quite close to the kickoff so you know what's up. Uh, the Arsenal fan have left the pub, so I can say what I think about the weekend because I think Sunderland will uh, add some mystery to them uh, this weekend in the FA Cup uh, 3.00 around that on Sunderland home to Arsenal now. I, I know that people expect them to strike back, but I don't see it happen really. And I think some have a great chance here to, to do something and take revenge for the loss in the league last weekend. So 3.00, I think that's something to test uh, on Sunderland kickoff Saturday evening. In Spain, I think Bilbao can be a good bet at home to Malaga. Bilbao is always strong at home. They have lost two home games so far in the league. Malaga lost 7 out of 11 uh, away games. So almost even money there, 1.90 is value, I think, in, in Bilbao, in Basquiat. They're always strong there, so that's interesting. 
Perfect stuff. Uh, can we round off with the big surprise uh, in a negative term, just quickly? In, in Premier League, it could be anything here. Uh, the, the Premier League, uh, the biggest negative has got to be um, how, how poor the teams performed in Europe. I mean, you got to look at the two Manchester clubs, Arsenal basically out. I mean, Chelsea have a tough tie. We could quite possibly see no English teams in the quarterfinals of the Champions League. So that's got to be one of the biggest shocks, I think. Uh, how poorly the league's done in Europe. Yeah. Uh, I think for me the negative which has come out of this uh, year's Premier League has to be all the allegations of racism and everything else which is going on. I know I'm being pragmatic and really diplomatic here but I think it's really highlighted the fact that there's still a huge bridge to be, you know, there's a huge gap to be bridged here still in terms of what people perceive it as and the actions of the players still have a huge impact on the crowds because it was nothing like we'd seen before in England with the racist chanting which was going on. So I think that has to be the biggest uh, negative shock is such to say. Yeah. Okay. I go with the refs because I think we have seen quite poor referee decisions this season in England. Maybe it could be time to look into a two referee system where you have two main referees in on the pitch. Uh, they help each other and you have a team of two referees in each match. Could be problematic, but I think on the, in the long run we could win something from it and we could... Or TV then, t- as well. Maybe TV, but something to help out because it's such a high uh, tempo in Premier League now. So it's not easy for one referee to follow everything uh, all the time so it could be that could be an idea to stop the <coughs> situations that we have seen actually in, in Premier League so far okay guys we will order in some fish and chips and continue the talk here and we wish you all the best with your bets on betting this week and forward and uh, don't miss the live betting as well of course FA Cup and the big leagues are in uh, place this weekend so good luck with your bets and thank you Dominic and thanks for everyone. Thank you. Thanks.